<laughs> Welcome to the Simple Minds Podcast, where we look to empower and encourage real conversation amongst men everywhere by unpacking topics on self-help, philosophy, and business. Welcome to Simple Minds Podcast. Thank you for tuning in for another week. My name is Travis Hato, and I am your host for this glorious day. Today we have full house and we are joined to the left of myself by Justin Bourne. What's up? Magic Matt Hannum. Hello, Hato. Well, good to have you in the house, Matt. Yeah, thanks. It's great to be here. What mood are you in today? I'm, I'm in an off-season but exceptional mood. <laughs> I feel off-season. like you're in the shit-staring mood today. Well, yeah. I may be. <laughs> that's uh, most days. Yeah. He's going to operate from somewhere that's not on your sheet. That's good. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) The table will raise. Uh, And we're also joined by the almighty Kanye Francis. G'day. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for tuning in again. We have... um, Grape salad. They don't have to tune in, mate. Those those days are dead. (laughs) We're live on the wire, aren't you? (laughs) 92.8 FM. Uh, it would be AM, mate. <laughs> <laughs> digital. This is, yeah, digital. We wouldn't even get on AM. Um, <laughs> that's why we're not. That's, that's, <laughs> it would be, <laughs> be local radio. Okay, uh, back to our drink. Uh, we haven't had white wine for a little while, so I thought I'd bring in uh, only the, the best quality for you gents. Um, it's a fantastic drop from the 70s, uh, bottled in 2018, Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, Oyster Bay, New Zealand. So I think I think I rate it just just a one run above Fruit Alexia. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, not bad. It's not bad. But what I would like to know, really, Hato, is what was your thought process before bringing this bottle of wine? In? It's the only thing he had in his house. <laughs> no, no, I want to hear it from him. <laughs> Genuinely, I had a really nice bottle of red there, and then this in the fridge. And I was like, wow, we haven't drunk white for ages. I was like, I might get rid of that because I didn't really want to drink it myself. So, <laughs> so that was what you told yourself. But the other decision was you don't want to drink the good bottle of red. <laughs> Absolutely. <that's laughs> no, also, it is quite warm today, and I I couldn't be bothered with a red. I was like, I think we should. We I felt like we needed a white. So I used my uh, gut and uh, went with uh, the white because I felt like we needed it. Anyway, uh, cheers. Good segue. Cheers. Did you like that one? Yeah. What are we talking about today, Conrad? Guts. Whose phone's ringing? It's annoying me, by the way. That's Conrad's. Um, we're talking about heads, <laughs> hearts, or guts. It's that phone from the 1950s over there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, head, heart, or gut. Um, how do you make choices or decisions? Um, I flip a coin. Yeah, really? Yeah. That's pretty easy then. Well, that's not on my sheet. Can you? Oh, I'm out. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Do you use your head or head, heart or gut? Is there certain things you use for one or do you mainly operate from one space? Uh, which should we operate from? Um, so did you know that the human body actually has three brains? I thought I had two. <laughs> well, brain and... No, we're not even going to go there. You feel bag. Uh, neuroscience over the There's last... a lot of good books about that. Relax. <laughs> Yeah, love languages. <laughs> love nudge. <laughs> love nudge. <laughs> Neuroscience over the last few years has shown that aside from your head brain, uh, the one we're all familiar with, Matthew, uh, we also have a certain brain, the cardiac brain and the gut brain, the enteric. Enteric? I always never know how to pronounce that. 
Enteric. Enteric brain. Enteric. Each of these brains is a sophisticated system of sensory neurons, motor neurons, and neurotransmitters, uh, and ganglia. They are able to receive and process information, store it, and access it again when needed. They can sense, learn, remember, communicate, and change. Uh, so the cephalic, cephalic, cephalic brain, uh, your head, uh, has 86 billion neurons, which is... Um, Just a couple. Yeah, not, not too many. Uh, the seat, uh, your, your head brain is the seat of language, um, cognition, consciousness, and creativity. Uh, it recognises, gives meaning, creates narratives. So when you speak, it's generally from I think, I reckon, I understand. Um, your cardiac brain, your heart, has 40,000 neurons, so um, considerably less than your head. That can operate independently from your head brain, So, uh, which is really interesting for me. I, I never realised that the two could o- operate independently. I always thought that the head was... It starts that way. It's a baby though, right? Yeah. So I always thought the two of them you know, really worked in tandem, but... Um, I'm, on my research, um, it handles emotional processing, expressions of values and interpersonal connections. I feel, my heart says, uh, heavy, light heart, you know, so that sort of stuff. Um, the enteric brain, so your gut um, or your intuition, I like to call it, um, has 100 million neurons, so even more than your brain, which is no, quite incredible. no. 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 100 million versus 86 billion. Oh, oh sorry. He's not in maths. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the Oyster Bay's gone to my head. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. I give like, to repaginate your whole freaking thought process. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, well, start again. <laughs> start this podcast again. 100 million neurons. Uh, Which is less than 86 billion. This is true. But more than 40,000. Fuck. I take, <laughs> I take photos for a living. I don't, I don't do numbers. Uh, controls self-preservation and mobilisation, responds to challenges, opposition and danger, uh, determines core sense of self. It takes guts. My gut tells me, my intuition tells me. Funnily enough, though, your gut actually has more um, more matter in it than your brain, uh, which is quite an interesting fact. So not neurons but... Um, like, like a beer gut. Uh, well, yeah. Well, imagine if you you got way more yeah, than yeah. a. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, to my topic because I know you're all very interested in. I I really like this topic, Adam. So, I think um it's quite an interesting one because <laughs> Adam's taking the piss, but it's okay. He's got the guts. No, here. I do. Um, He's taking the gut angle of the conversation. <laughs> 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 there's, there's it's the furthest away from the brain. <laughs> Anyway, I think it's a really interesting topic because, um, you know, which one you use uh, in different situations is going to give you a different result because uh, I know in love a lot of people use heart um, and then they probably go to the head and then some to the gut, you know, and everyone's different. Um, you know, in, in business, you know, do you use intuition or do you use your head? You know, do you run it by the numbers and go, well, this is analytically the correct thing to do? You know, am I going to make that decision or... Is it, uh, do, do you operate always from, from your intuition, from your gut? So I don't know, I'm, I'm, I don't know where you guys stand. So I will start with a, um, a little story about um, 
myself. Uh, so in the last sort of three months, I've got I've had to make a really big decision. So as you know, that I play uh, quite high level basketball, um, and I am 29 now. So I'm uh, not out of my prime, but I'm not also. Um, you know, well, actually, some would say that I'm right in my prime. Some people say between 28 and 32 is your your sporting prime in in basketball. But um, you know, running a couple of businesses, having a small family now, um, I really had to kind of have the you know make a decision, make the choice of whether if I want to continue playing basketball. Um, and I actually went through sort of all three of these, and I was like, you know, if I went with my heart, um, I love basketball. You know, I love playing. I love being in a team environment. I would play till I couldn't walk, right? So that would be my heart's decision. Um, if I went with my head, um, there is very many determining factors, you know, whether if I like the coach, you know, whether if I want to be in the program, if I can, you know, justify spending that much time away from my family, my business, you know, very analytically uh, looking at the pros and cons of what I wanted to do. And then there's the gut, um, yeah, and you know, what's your intuition telling you, but, but without connecting, trying to connect your heart and your head to it. Um, yeah, and I've, I've actually chosen not to play, uh, anymore, which is uh, quite a big deal in my life because it's something that I've known, uh, forever, uh, and being a, in elite sport since, um, since I was 12 years old, actually. Um, so it would be the first year that I actually uh, haven't been in elite sport program. Um, and the way I came to that decision was um, by head and gut. I use actually both of them. Um, you know, my gut was, you know, I listened to my gut first and it was uh, you shouldn't play. And um, I didn't actually uh, completely listen to that because my heart was trying to overrule that and um, tell me, no, you love this sport, you, you really – you really should keep continue playing. You can only play for so long. I, I, you know, you love basketball. And then um, I actually brought my head into the equation and uh, I was like, well, um, you know, I got a little bit more analytical about it and I was like, what am I trying to um, achieve from playing? You know, am I, um, you know, what do I need to get out of it? So I kind of looked at it and I was like, uh, the program that I'm going to be in, is it going to make me a better person? Um, am I going to become a better basketballer? Um, can I justify the 15 to 20 hours a week away from my family business um, to go chase that? You know, can I do that? And then I really stripped it back and I was like, well, no, I can't. So that justified my decision from my gut and that was a kicker. So, you know, if I had just listened to my heart, I would have been all in you know, straight back into it. Um, but however, I used the uh, the three on this occasion, which is for me quite rare because I'm instinctively a gut person. Um, that's generally... There's a lot of uh, neurons you use to make a decision. Yeah. <laughs> well, can I have one more, one more question for yeah. you? Do you have a USB port? And um, if so, what did Ashby's plug-in of head, heart and brain <laughs> and, um, and gut actually say and influence the, the equation? She supported me 100%. Yeah. To do what? To do what? To do, <laughs> to do what I thought was best. Yeah. They're crazy, these women. Yeah, so she supported me. She trusted 100%. the fact you know what's best. She trusted yeah, the fact that she would make the right decision. <laughs> yeah, which is uh, 
Yeah, anyway, so uh, no, I don't have a USB. I'm just teasing. That's all right. I know you are. I'm going to smack it up. He's got a port, but it's not a USB port. Yeah, no, <laughs> what is it? It's a Cat 5. <laughs> anyway, um, in this situation, I use all three. In business, uh, you know, it depends. You know, like who uses their gut the most here or who uses their heart? I feel, Matt, I feel like you're a bit of a heart person, to be honest. Would that, would that be uh, true to say? Yeah, look, I would probably agree. Um, He's but, an accountant, mate. He but being massively analytical, then then I bring through that. I think you know what? That's probably where the conflict when I need. Well, that's probably where the conflict is with you, though. We we it have is. massive conversations of you going, you helping people, and then going, "Fuck, I shouldn't be doing this or doing that." And you know, why have you helped him in the first place? You know, is that because you've made that decision with your heart? Oh, yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Not your gut. No, no. You know? No. No, no, exactly. It is hard, 100%. Um, and well, then, yeah. help with your social media and uh, digital marketing, come and see you visible. Yeah. Yeah, we promise to undercharge. <laughs> <laughs> Underdeliver, too. <laughs> no, we promise to overdeliver, undercharge, and um, yeah, no, that's creates attention that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's good now because I'll triple my pricing, and when they come in, they'll go, oh, wow. Undercharging. <laughs> now you just told what you're going to do, you idiot. <laughs> Wait, do you, do you know me? Do you think I'm going to do that? <laughs> no. So, then no, I do. I agreed. And then one of the challenges I have and where I actually get into Strife. Quote, quote unquote analysis paralysis is when I bring the head back in and go and analyze. And if it doesn't line up statistically, because being an accountant, having done that depth of analytical work, um, that is. It's hard to fight that when you're looking at it from a numerical perspective, whereas the the heart generally has a a different opinion, and uh, that's often where I will lead from and where I probably should lead from. But that's where some of the conflict conflict comes from. So do you um, do you have any mechanisms to get out of your heart, like to to initially start with your heart? Because if that's going to get you into problems, not problems, but into um, conflict with yourself at all times. Do you try to use one of the two other two first, or do you generally go with your heart first? I don't think I have a problem with the fact that I go with the heart first. I yep. think that's a if that's what I use as my my first signal, that's okay. Yeah. Um, it then usually comes down to the other other justifications, and if I need to um, stop and pause, and I need to look at the gut feeling on it, or or go to the go to the brain and do that analysis, often often you've got a pretty good picture of, of that anyway. Oh, I do because um, a few numbers sort of thrown out there pretty quickly creates a picture for me um, that I have that skill set, but that usually would help me take or, or stop me from taking the action potentially that I was going to take um, and or you know, hopefully I'm looking for it to validate. But I, I use that as a secondary. I'm, I don't really have a problem with I don't think I have a problem with leading from the heart. I don't think, don't think that's what causes the conflict. I think it's the it's the other it's the ability to come from from both of those directions fairly strongly that I think provides a challenge from time to time. Why is that? Just why? Um, because when you've got a, when you've been trained in such a deep analytical structure, um, numbers don't usually tell you to take risks, and sometimes you need to take risks. And that's probably why there's the the core um, conflict in it because numbers will tend to, in, in my view, 
reduce. Depends what you're looking at, but like numbers will tend to um, <laughs> numbers will tend to reduce. But um, you, you can structure numbers in any way to impact. A, wine's awful, by the way. Yeah, no, it's disgusting. It's really not shit. No, no, there's nothing wrong with oyster bay. I think this one's been in Trav's car for three months. <laughs> no, no, it just went straight. To I, the, did, I don't I, even know I how. Just taste the, the fucking sour grape, man. Yeah, well, it is wine. Um, no, no, so it, it all contextually, this is not necessarily coming out right because obviously um, you can look at accumulation of money, other things. But um, like, if you're looking for a reason to go and do something or to spend money on something, often you can you can quickly craft a reason to not do it. Um, so then, if you're but we're, like, we're, we're all using you, these things, right? Yeah, we I mean, are. Logic, logic's your logic's your your head. Your um your, your love or your your emotions coming out of your heart, and then your your courage and bravery is coming out of your out of your gut. Generally, that's how I saw it when you posed the, the scenario. So we're all using yeah. it at different stages. So if you need to make a gutsy decision in the office, then it's a gut decision. You know, if you need to make a logical decision, um, then it's a brain decision. If you if you have to make a you know a people aligned decision, then it's generally coming from a heart space, and you've got to align the two or three of them uh, depending upon what you're talking to. See, that's um, interesting because like let's say people as an example, I, I'll i usually have a gut feeling, I'll, I'll use some of the heart in it, but then and the heart part of me, like if I've got a challenge and I say, no, I need to let someone go or, or do something, I'll always then pull back to the head and use logic to go, look, no, uh, there is there is sound reasons for me doing that. Yeah, um, well, other than the fact that you've also got to mitigate frigging um, law uh, when you when you're doing stuff like that, so you do have to apply sure. some level of head. But do you think our heart masks a lot of the tough decisions you need to make? I don't think my. Oh. Well, some people tell me that I don't have a fucking heart, mate. So I'd say yeah. no. Um, well, for you know, someone with a heart. Tin man. Wouldn't fucking know. Yeah, because like I, I find people, that people do rest on 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 that shit pretty you know a lot though. I mean, yeah. whenever you get people procrastinating, you're getting, you're going to get people that say, yeah, they're stuck in their head hard or, you know, it doesn't feel right here, there or fucking everywhere. I mean, that's just the excuse from a procrastination perspective. It's, yeah. re- is it real? No, they're just not, they're just not fucking wanting to move. Yeah. What were you going to say, JB, about heart? Oh, I mean, it's interesting you brought this up. Um, I've been suggested to kind of go lean into heart and gut and other things around some big decisions over the last uh, couple of years. And um, through my exposure to meditation over the last couple of years, have experienced um, connecting more with the, the heart and feeling the, the heart uh, a lot more. I'm very much a heady, heady person, um, logic and all of that. Um, but Well, creative, right? I mean, that's where that comes from too. Um, and so... You know, I think sometimes, yeah, it's a balance. It's probably a skill of learning to listen to all three, um, but not getting caught up too much into it because the heart might be saying one thing, but you know that's not the right decision, Um, and or you're looking at it from the wrong way or or whatever. I think particularly around people. I think when you're running uh, a business, you know, and I had an experience recently where. You know, I, I guess it's hard making hard decisions when they matters that close to you too, right? Correct. You know, when why it phase, like love is you operate out of your heart so much, and so many people make 
hard, bad decisions from your heart yeah. at that point. And it was not until, say, numbers were brought into it where it kind of smacked me in the face where I was like, okay, yep, you've got to make that the call's now much easier. Well, that happened again today, didn't it? Uh, this is the experience I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. I don't want to go into detail, but um, it's it kind of uh, like – yeah, it's, it's trying to find the the balance. There's definitely been instances where the the heart has played a, a big factor. And coming back to um, how the heart and the brain can operate in different waves, I think when I was, I think it was Tony Robbins, he's got the meditation, the gratitude meditation. I think in one of his lectures or talks, he actually shows the graph that you can align the waves between your head and your heart by going through uh, doing a gratitude meditation with your hand uh, on your heart, and you actually sync up the the brain waves uh, between your head and your heart. And it's quite a surreal feeling to do that. And I think we actually it was a similar experience when we did a live meditation actually uh, with the the deep up with hand on hand on heart, um, and that's really powerful too. But um, it, and it's really funny. My wife, uh, she's really connected with her gut, so she will pick up like stress. Um, feelings of things that aren't going with her, her gut, she'll get massive tummy aches and pains and stuff like that. Like her gut is so, she's so connected to it and so sensitive to uh, how things are going. Um, and when we were practicing intuition uh, readings recently, she received uh, a lot of it all through her, her gut. Um, and that's like really fascinating uh, to me. Um, and I have heard, and could be wrong, and this is something I heard, is that women generally are a lot more connected um, with through the, the gut typically. Um, so, yeah, that's it's really interesting how you've laid well, it out here. Well, some people call me very feminine. Um, I'm a very uh, <laughs> I'm a very gut some person. Some people. Oh, shut up, mate. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm a very um, gut-heavy decision maker for sure. Um, that's where I'll go first and generally 80 or 90% of the time, you know, I'll go to my gut, I'll know the answer, then you'll sit on it for two or three days and then, you know, you'll speak to your heart and then speak to your brain but still your initial gut instinct was the the one that kind of played out um, to be the, the, the decisional choice that you made. From my experience, it does seem to be more typical that it knows and it's just generally you're ignoring ignoring it and trying to rationalize it through logic um, or you don't want to take the tough action associated <laughs> with, the, with the, the decision. Well, that's exactly right and that's procrastination, isn't it? And not actioning uh, you know, anything you're trying to rationalize it through the other two but really you know the answer. What about you, Conrad? I know you... Um, you He's a heartless dude. Well, he's got yeah, no heart. Oh, you can only he, use two of he's them. He's got no so. heart. Has he got a gut? Have you got a head? I've got a heart, you clowns. I just, I just don't expose it as vulnerably it's just as what black. You, you fuckers do. I use it. I use it where it needs to be used. Use it all the time, mate. If you're, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're lying to yourself if you, if you don't think you show that. <laughs> You're serious, too, are you? Yeah. It's so full of shit. <laughs> no, but I did. I think I touched on it earlier. No, uh, but you don't. Don't listen to anything after the but. <laughs> yes, Conrad. <sighs> <laughs> Just relaxing right now, gentlemen. 
relaxing Oyster Bay wine. Do you want a top up? No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've just eaten a bunch of fucking table grapes. That's what I feel like. <laughs> no. So um, I guess we won't be getting sponsored by Oyster Bay. <laughs> I fucking hope not. Um, like, no, like I said, yeah, I think it is just a case of, and I can, I can put it down to, you know, we have a lot of meetings. Um, I, I sit on well, I sit on a lot of meetings and with various different businesses and various different people, um, and you can see at any given time that they might be leaning one way or the other. Um, so you need to lead them into probably two or three of those phases. Um, and I don't think you need to. You know, it's it's interesting when you look at yourself. I mean, you know, people talk about um, how you make decisions so quickly. Well, people say to me, "I'll make decisions real quickly." I think you just become in tune as to what your 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 initial responsible leniency is. Now I'm generally a head person is where I go straight away. I'm a deep thinker. Um, so I know that's my default and I know that's also going to be my biggest challenge is to get out of my head. Um, and so I'll just look to where I need to go to either. Is it, do I need to spend some time on my heart or, or, or go for a gut, gut, uh, a gut conversation? So yeah, it is, it is an interesting one. Um, but yeah, knowing yourself where you default to, um, will give you some level of, of understanding of, what you may need to include to to get yourself to a, a better decision. Well, yeah, you say um, you can be generally a quick decision maker. Um, how have you be- become that? Like, what if what's the process? Oh, self awareness. I mean, that's yeah. you know the, the, the anything to to, to to expedite anything you do for yourself. You have to become aware of who you are and how you operate. Um, so, becoming aware, like I said, knowing that. Yeah, we, we talked about. I think was it last episode we talked about depression. Um, I did say I went to a psychologist. Well, I think he's a psychologist, might have been a psychiatrist, who knows? But anyway, um, he um, the reason why I didn't go back was because he presented me with a couple of interesting books that he that it, we had in this session, and they piqued my interest. And I went back to the office and I said, "Oh, doc, can I please get a copy of those books or let me know those titles? I'll go buy a copy." And he didn't want to give me the names again um, because he said it would um, it would feed my dependency on being a thinker and a rationalizer in the head. And he saw that as one of my biggest issues. So I said, thank you very much. I won't be coming back. But um, that's the truth. So I, I, I became very aware as to where I spent a lot of my time. Um, and at that stage, when I wasn't happy with my life, I realized, okay, well, fine. If that's not serving me, then other parts have to. So what process do you go through? Because I know um, with big decisions, you say to me, oh, I'm going to sit on that for a couple of days. And you go away. And obviously, you're in your head. So how do you access your heart and gut in that situation? If your head's so logical, uh, you, if your head's being so logical and, um, you know, a lot of your values and stuff instill into it, how do you get out of that and go into the other two? Uh, journaling, meditation, those two things tend to give me some, some um, structural fill in the areas that I don't spend a lot of time. Um Mate, it's actually using some of these words that you're talking about, you know, how I feel about a situation or how it makes my heart feel um, or what's the gutsiest thing I can do in this situation. So it's the language you yeah. speak to yourself. Well, languaging triggers the connection um, in my in with me. Um, you know, so in, in, even when I'm coaching people through certain things at the moment, I want them to get to feeling spaces. You know, I have to lead them into that space. You know, um, I think or I feel and bring them back to that. It's funny how people actually get very confused when you ask them to talk about their thoughts. They they go straight with, oh, that makes me feel or I feel. I'm thinking, hang on a sec, that's not your thought, that's your emotional state, that's your feeling state. I said, and we'll come to that. So I think we've got to be very, I, I, I feel we have to be very mindful 
of the language we use to access the brain we're trying to access. Fuck, that's good. Mm. <laughs> Make sure that gets dragged out. Fucking hell. Is that a clarism? <laughs> Fuck, it could be. That's a <laughs> Kanye Francisism. That's fucking gold. Mate, you just chop that up and put that in as a little meme a little on your quote. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> quote, uh, so. Possibly we'll play it back and it won't sound so good. What about you, mate? How do you get out of your heart? <laughs> He's a charge more. I hope a fucking spreadsheet up. <laughs> yeah. so, so that's what you're doing? No, well, no. Um, because that's what I do. I go into a pros and cons. I, I do that. Like so, yeah. so spread, spreadsheet is one, and I'll, I'll often model things out, throw some scenarios down, do some of that, um, and or yeah, and or I'll journal on it if it's a bigger, um, if it requires some a different level of thought. Uh, but if it's really just um, float tank, that bitch, mate. Seriously, yeah, go on float tank. They'll shut the shit I got up. A, I got a couple of <laughs> credits up, um, backed up at the moment. So after a bit of travel, that and reminds all that, me. Yeah, I, I almost booked one yesterday, but I didn't quite uh, get there. But uh, that I'll, I'll do that. I'll definitely um, hit a spreadsheet up and go. All right, I'm feeling this way. What what are what does this reality or that reality actually look like? Um, and and pull a logical frame onto it. And uh, once I've let that go, I probably more likely will then just ponder um, gut and go. All right, so. I've, I, there's nothing hidden for me. I've I've opened a spreadsheet and uncovered that, or I've written it down. Done the. I often will do a plus minus thing, pros and cons, same thing. Just funny how when you write it down on a page, one side has like 17 things, the other one's got two, and you're like, what the fuck was I debating? Wait, have you ever I done that? You got a 17, mate. I'd get the one or two, and they go, oh, fuck, this is boring. <laughs> have you ever I'll done make a courageous decision? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done Gutsy. that with love? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Spreadsheeted love. Yeah, yeah, like a relationship. Oh, spreadsheeted? Yeah. Oh, no, not spreadsheet, but like pros and cons or? Oh, plenty of times. Yeah. Plenty of times. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, how many times? <laughs> yeah, like, well, I've definitely done it on, yeah, like relationships or, yeah. um, I mean, I've, I've certainly done it on on business partnerships, which is a, like, yeah. you know, there's, there's obviously financial, but there's obviously interpersonal relationships in that as well. And sometimes there's there's a lot to try and consider and figure out. Um especially when you're also dealing with like, you know, if in small business, you're dealing with that person, you're dealing with their family, you're dealing with a lot of different like factors and staff and that as well. Um, there's, yeah, there's a lot to it, but um, yeah, I, it's not always, as, it's not always spreadsheetable. Like obviously yeah. it depends what it is. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, not, it's more gut and heart if it's not spreadsheetable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can spreadsheet love. I, I know of people that have made decisions around, um, Around their finances on love, but uh, yeah, I guess that's quote not un, quote unquote love. The love yeah. part of it. Yeah. yeah. What about you, JP? JP. 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 Jordan Peterson in a house. JP. JP. Did you get married recently? I did. Justin Peterson. Yeah, Patman. Is your middle name? Is your middle name Patrick? Justin Palm. No, it's not. Um. Oh, I'm probably similar to Matt in that I'm pretty heady. So I rationalize, like I'll play out the scenarios, um, a bit of journaling uh, here and there. Um, but I'll play out scenarios. Um, so what would this look like? That would happen. Yeah. Um, you know, if it's a financial thing, we'll run out some financial models <laughs> around to try to justify. Try to um, yeah. And, and what about before recently? 
<laughs> Sorry. Yeah, what about before, before, the, before the financial models you have in place now? No, no. It's well, hang on a second. Still, but, but, even with, but even yeah. with the financial models he's got in place, it hasn't necessarily given him the speed and execution. It has. It's, in, it's, it's increased. Better. No, but oh, like, okay. as you say, whatever, whatever you – and this is one of the challenges with things like, say, financial modelling. Like, I'm – quite well experienced in it but we, we will play out whatever model based on the information that we have and present our skill set at, the time. at the time right yeah. so it's and that hence why we all make different decisions you know even if we're using you know hard or you know hard or gut because we've all got different levels of skill in using it but coming back to um like what you're saying conrad about i guess self-awareness come back whether it's like linking it back to the modeling the execution piece of the speed is increasing more and more so um, because of the the experience and the practice around trying to, I guess, first listen to the the heart. It's almost like you listen to the heart, rationalize it with the head, and then take, take action, action on the, the gut. gut. Yeah, um, and that seems to be common practice. Listen to L- the, the heart. Like listen to the heart. The heart knows straight up first off. You try to rationalize it with the head through your numbers or whatever, Logic, yeah. and then take action with the gut. Yeah. Because it takes guts Jeez, to then. Mate. Uh, Holy Trinity. There you go. There's, there's two good ones, <laughs> eh? Trim that up. Uh, trim, trim that, that up, up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. In an episode of gold. Okay, you know, we can shut this down right now. <laughs> <Yeah. It's, laughs> can't be anything better coming out of that guy's mouth. <laughs> 65 episodes and you got, got something. <laughs> I, um, I had a situation yesterday. He's got the name of his book going on now. Is that? The Trinity. Yeah, yeah. Trinity. <laughs> I had a, it looks J- like a Trinity by JP. <laughs> JP. JP Sears. <laughs> no, I think you. I think you nailed it. I think that's exactly what should be going on in, in healthy in healthy human beings. Yeah, because we talk about it, right? You know, we talk about the hormones trigger the the thought, the thought triggers the action, the action triggers the outcome, right? I think there's a few other things in there that other people throw. But um, if you look at this stuff, I think, you know, you pretty much succinctly put it. That's how it should be functioning. Well, you know, we – Because you've got to feel stuff, right? I mean, you don't take any action without feeling it. Well, it comes back to sales um, as well where, you know, a lot, a lot of salespeople say that you buy with your emotion and rationalise with, with, with logic. Um, and we make so a lot of – So you have buyer's our, remorse. Yeah. You're bought on a happy feeling and then you think, oh, shit, that's going to fucking cost me a lot of money. And then you try to rationalise yeah. it through logic. Um, and, and, and there's then, a lot of – And then to satisfy your heart, you get your head, your, your gut, you're going to need a tub of ice cream. A lot of people do that. There you go. There's, <laughs> the, action, there's the action piece, right? <laughs> a lot of people do that with wives. Do they? Oh, gee. They might do. I've never been married. I can't comment. Um, I had a situation yesterday, actually, um, uh, with uh, Omen. Uh, like I, had a, I love Omen. I, I love Omen. Who's Omen? I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. I was like, who's Omen? <laughs> I was, Omen. That's I was, like that fucking movie, man. I was watching You Two Clowns, but dicks. Anyway, um, I, I love um, noticing omens that come into your life. Um, and uh, about two and a half years ago, you guys all know, I had the young fella Riley work for me um, and I let him go. Uh, and for the last two years, uh, like it would, I'd revisit every time. I saw like, what did I learn from that? How can I use that situation to improve how I deal with staff and people and stuff, you know, um, moving forward? Anyway, I, we stay in touch. I catch up with him regularly every now and then. And um, we, I funnily had been thinking, I was like, I'd still, I'd been training up a young photographer. She's good, but probably not um, for the avenue of photography that I mainly do. Um, and I was like, I need someone else just in that position. Um, 
anyway, I just caught up with Riley just as a normal situation and he just dropped it on me. He's like, I just want another opportunity. Just um, give me another opportunity to to work un- under you. Like I love working, loved working for you. Like I still want to learn. Like I learned more in the year that I worked for you. And um, I went straight to my gut, I feel like, but obviously I probably went the same rationalisation, went to my heart, felt like it was a good thing to do went to my head and then finished my gut. But I felt like I went straight to my gut and I was like, well, this is the decision that needs to be made. Yes, no worries. Because it was actually uh, like a good omen in my life because I'd been thinking about this is what I needed to do. Focus creates reality because it's, it's funny how it pops up. And the solution no, popped you, you up. You think so it's fucking funny, man. <laughs> the, you idiot. The solution popped how up. How naive are you? <laughs> it's not, how not. much more work do you need to do on yourself to know that you created the opportunity? Well, I, I, clown. I wasn't saying it. Anyway. Now, let's just scrap that topic because, I mean, he just created that anyway. Well, I know that I created it. Bullshit. You fucking became a magician, mate. You made it work. Well, exactly. <laughs> However, but I didn't need to dwell on the decision. That well, no, you fucking it. didn't because you knew you needed him back. Exactly. So but you I, had to I cut him in the first place because he, yeah. he was grading against you Absolutely. and you were grading against him. Absolutely. So now it's great that you both understand, yep, we're both in a different space. We can benefit each other. And he was man enough because you weren't to reach out to you. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds good. You were brave enough to put it out there in the universe. I held the tension. Fair play. No, very good. So, yeah, anyway, that was a um, (laughs) situation. (laughs) Fair play, jolly sir. (laughs) (laughs) That's off. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I think we should wrap it up there. (laughs) No, that's a good good story, but I don't actually think that talks to your topic, though. Not so, so much. I think that's a whole different topic. Yeah, it's true. I, th- I was more angling it towards the um, the decision that I didn't need to dwell on it or anything go away. I just used my gut and I was like, yeah, this is what needs to be done at the point, you know, when we're sitting there, yeah, no worries. Come so back when in, you start? come do the thing. Oh, actually sending him to Port Hedland in a week. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's a brain decision. <laughs> on, on Monday, so he's already up there. <laughs> he's going up there. Uh, so, see, that's a better part. Then. <laughs> well, brain said, I didn't want to go. So. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I didn't want to go. I thought about it. No, I didn't want to go. My gut said, send the fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty, yes. Anyway. Thank you, uh, fucking hell. <laughs> Thank you for um, listening. Matt, settle down, all right? Uh, anyway, thank you very much. I hope you got something out of today. We'll see you next episode. Ciao. Ciao. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Simple Minds podcast. If you like our show and want to know more, then check out our website at simplemindspodcast.com. If you like, you can even leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or share this episode with a friend. The Simple Minds Podcast is also on Facebook, Insta, and for those that like to keep things formal, LinkedIn. So follow us there if you want to keep up with the latest updates from the show. See you next week.